With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammerdown Racing Report. Coming at you live from the Ron Miller Race Cars Hammerdown Racing Report studio for uh, Thursday, September eighth. How can it be September eighth? I don't know, Scott. Show number two hundred forty-seven. We should do something special for show number two fifty. You think? It's like in three weeks. Ooh. We'll come up with something. All right, we'll, we'll come up with something. Uh, coming maybe, at you. Maybe we'll have our first guest on or something. Who was our first guest? Chris? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I don't even remember. Uh, so Dave, who was our first guest? Let, let us know. Uh, coming at you live Is on Facebook. kind of like Alexa? YouTube and Twitter, yes. Yeah. Dave, add hot dogs to the shopping list. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, once again, the uh, uh, best of Toledo uh, deals going on with Toledo City Paper, uh, taking nominations. If you haven't nominated us, we would appreciate a nomination. Why not? Dave says yes, it was Chrissy. All right. That's what I thought. Um, so if uh, you want to head over to, I think it's still pinned on our Facebook page. I might not have pinned it. You might have to scroll down a little bit, but uh, there's a link to it. Uh, or you go to ToledoCityPaper.com and uh, go to best of... Uh, um, I have some of the, he's got hot dogs in the freezer. See, he's like Alexa. Uh, <laughs> uh, not what the hell is I saying? Oh, just, uh, click on the, uh, best of Toledo, go to the media category and scroll down to a uh, podcast and you can, uh, and then scroll uh, back up just a little ways to Ryan, and, uh, to Ryan Weekman for sure. a favorite meteorologist. There you go. Uh, speaking of which we will have our weekend weather pit stop with, uh, Ryan Weekman in a little bit. We have another Ryan on the way a little bit later. Uh, the ARC winner at uh, uh, DuCoin, Ryan Unziker, will be joining us. Second uh, ARCA win. We had on him on dirt. last time, yeah. Yeah. Uh, second time uh, he's won, When second time he'll be on the show. And uh, before that, we'll be speaking with Jared Horseman, winner over there at Attica on Friday night, the uh, final. Uh, or, I'm sorry, Saturday night. NRA final race. And champion. Yeah. So we'll be talking to him. Uh, we're going to talk some hot dog race stuff. Uh, we're going to determine who the competitors are for that. We are also going to talk about uh, a little bit about the Dominator Superstock uh, Fremont Dirt Truck deal on October 14th and also factory stocks now. Um, and we're going to talk about and possibly get uh, Dipman Motorsports uh, on the show as well uh, to talk about the uh, deal coming up at the end of this month, the Sportsman Modified Dirt Duel. Thousand to win at Oakshade, and uh, possibly a lot more in that purse throughout the field. Too. Yeah, it, uh, it, it's a lot of special stuff coming up. I know I, it's pretty cool. A lot going on. 
Uh, before we get to uh, all that stuff, I want to thank Big D's Pizza Subs, Ribs, Chicken, and more in Clyde, Ohio. Give them a call right now, 419-547-1444. You can also order online at orderbigdspizza.com. Now uh, they feature those uh, pizza logs stuffed uh, with pepperoni, cheese, and sauce. Also that Sunday special, $9.99 Facebook special. I think you got to mention it's a Facebook special to get that uh, deal. Um, um, that's on Sunday. So it's a large three-topping pizza. Uh, just uh, call them Big D's and Clyde. Big on taste, not on price. And, and we're going to be giving away some And Big winner D's of the best of Clyde. That's right. Uh, Craig says uh, he should be able to join us uh, after a bit as long as his computer works right. Okay. Okay. It's not a mess, so he, we may actually be able to see him too. Uh, also, Dominator Race Products, they have uh, a fresh stock of Camaro and late model bumpers now in stock. They not only do body components, the plastic stuff, they do the metal stuff the, underneath. Right. Those are the steel bumpers, and, and their their Camaro note bumper is uh, really pretty cool. It's really universal to, to fit uh, a lot of stock clip cars. I know. You worked with it on mine. Yes, it did. Uh, and it, it's still on there, so it must be working. <laughs> haven't used it much. Oh, uh, well. Um, they also specialize in body components for late models, modified sprint cars, street stocks, and much more. DominatorRaceProducts.com or call them, 419-923-6970. Also available from uh, reputable dealers across the USA and Ron Miller Race Cars. I mean, including Ron Miller Race Right, cars. Absolutely. Yeah. Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meet to race, racing every Saturday night. Follow them on social media. Visit oakshaderaceway.com. Either one works. This weekend's Dippin' Motorsports Night, 1,500 to win for the late model sportsman, 500 to win. And I just noticed in the post, nobody told me. I just happened to see stuff on social media, too. The uh, Dominator Superstock uh, pay is 500 to win now. Ooh. Last I saw was 450 until this Ooh. morning. I was like, oh, you, okay, uh... cool. You need to step up your program I know. just a couple of spots. Scott. Yeah, I think uh, the Oakshade uh, website might be a little bit behind on that. I think it only says four fifty, but uh, compact's hundred dollars to win. There's going to be hard charger plaques and money and all kinds of stuff, and the hot dog race coming up this weekend. So a lot going on. Now, is the hot dog race isn't sponsored by Dipman Motors? That is sponsored though. by Nickloy's Fix and Fab. Yes. Okay. Thank you for pointing that out. Hundred dollars going to the winner. I now. knew that. I just wanted to to uh, discreetly bring it up to you, Scott. Uh, and Big D's Pizza now available on DoorDash. I wonder if DoorDash delivers that far away. They might. We'll have to try that. Yeah. You try it first. Yeah, okay. Put it on your account. Also, thanks to um, Ron Miller Race Cars, Headhunters, uh, Barber Studio and Salon, and, of course, Freeze Frame Photos. We'll talk more about them uh, a little bit later. How about we uh, we get that uh, NRA champion on the phone here first before we get to anything else? Um, a lot of news today, too. We got the, the tire rule. Yeah, we'll, oh. we'll be talking about oh, that a little yeah. bit later. So... No shortage of things. Hopefully I put his number in right. I did that just a little bit ago. We'll find out. Hello? Hi, is this Jared? Yes, it is. Jared, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller. It's a Hammer Down Racing Report. How's it going? Sure. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Not quite as good, good. as you, though. Yeah. Sounds, oh, like, sure. sounds like you had a pretty fun weekend. Oh, it was a blast. It was real good. So what what does it uh, what does it mean to you to win the final NRA 360 Sprint Feature event uh, this past weekend and and another championship for you? Yeah, um, I you know I, I I don't know it's um 
just one of those things that um, the the final NRA race of, I, I guess, you know, ever maybe. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I, I guess pretty, uh, maybe historical, quote unquote, maybe. Um, uh, but I, I guess I don't see the NRA possibly coming back at all. So um, to, to win the final race and the final championship, um, I, I guess that, that you know, is it, pretty cool. Um, you know, the, the last name on the list and, and the, um, of, of, of all the champions, um, you know, through the NRA series and, and the Sprint Bandits and uh, goes back to them uh, that really established from Limeland. But, um, you know, just, just really cool. I mean, this is, this is championship number six uh, with the NRA. Um, you know, I, I, not that I'm trying to set a record or anything, but uh, that's, that's got to be up there in, in, uh, in, in the whisk, uh, the, the wind, wind column, but um, it's, I, I don't know. Words can't hardly explain it. How, how do you feel about the, the merger now with uh, the GLS at the Great Lake uh, Super Sprint Series? You've run some races uh, with them as well. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it's, I, I tell you, it's, uh, it's nice that um, NRA was, was in our back backyard, um, especially, you know, calling Limeland home, um, you know, where, where the series was really based out of. But, um, you know, I've gotten to know Barry uh, very well over, over the last several years, um, racing, you know, his series and, and, um, doing some traveling with those guys. But, um, you know, Barry's always treated me well, treated, treated me right. And I feel everybody, uh, pretty fairly. Um, and I guess, uh, you know, that's, that's all I can ask for out of uh, a new series and, uh, just consistency. But, um, you know, uh, the, the merger, I think obviously showed, um, at, at, uh, at Attica for the final race, um, having, you know, 36, 360 sprint cars. Um, to be honest, I didn't know if there were that many, that many cars or, or 360 engines in the, the area, you know, for, for Northwest Ohio, but, um, um, uh, you know, great car count. I mean, when I started back in 07, um, we had B mains every night, um, you know, and then, it, and then it kind of faded when, um, the, the sod series in, in NRA kind of clashed a little bit and then, uh, Barry brought on the GLSS. Um, and now, and now, you know, great car count up there and, and, uh, the purses have picked up. So, um, I feel like, uh, maybe that should draw some more cars, maybe out of the, the 305 ranks and move up to the three sixties. Um, but hoping, hoping to continue to build on, on the series. Um, you know, as, as this continues to go. So does this mean Jared Horseman's going to be doing a little more traveling next year or you thinking of maybe doing a 410 program? Um, I mean, we, we always have fun traveling. Um, and, and we like to travel. Um, we're, we're, we're as, um, mom and pop team as you can get. Um, you know, uh, I mean, we, we've got great sponsors and, and, uh, great, you know, backing, uh, from that standpoint, but, um, you know, at, at some point, uh, you kind of got to draw the line, um, with, uh, travel. I mean, I've, I'm, I'm, you know, I've got a wife and three kids and, and my oldest in, in kindergarten this year. Um, you know, she's starting school sports and, uh, and doing that kind of thing. But, um, you know, we, we love to travel. Um, you know, we, we also talked about just, just going to race. Um, and not racing for any more championships, but, uh, you know, that, that 
fund, series fund, um, points fund at the end of the year is, is a nice, nice <laughs> offload um, at, at the end of the, in the off season, you know? So, um, I don't know, hard to tell. Um, it, it, you know, to be honest, it'll probably, probably be 360 stuff. Um, I, I had a 410 for a few years and uh, I guess when I made the transition, I should have, uh, I should have just went with it. Um, didn't, uh, I didn't give it enough time. I mean, I had a, I had a 410 win at I-96 with, uh, Barry had an open race, uh, with GLSS and we won that, um, had, had some more good showings in, in my own car and in several, several other cars, um, you know, for people I drove for, um, just, I, you know, hard telling, um, you know, if anything else like that'll pop up, but, uh, you probably won't see a 410 in, in, in any of my cars, but, uh, um, you know, unless somebody's given me one. So, uh, it, it's fun, just a whole different animal. Um, just like I said, if, if since we, we had a 410, I should have just sold all the 360s and, and kept racing 410. <laughs> <laughs> the last I talked to, uh, to Barry, it sounded like, uh, he was going to kind of have uh, two different divisions, a North and a, and a South. Um, right. So I, I'm assuming that the South might be a, a regular show at uh, at Lima Land again uh, next next year. Have you heard any got any insight uh, into that? Or I, I did hear um, at Lima is is committing to to the same nine shows um, that they they had uh, okay. committed to this year uh, with Ron. But um, you know, yeah, I haven't heard much else outside of a north and a south. Um, there was also talk about a traveling tour, um, which would just basically be the tri-state area. But um, that was between him and I, and I don't know how far that went. So, um, you know, I can't say much else on that. So it's pretty obvious that the 360 program is strong and uh, could be getting stronger. Right. Yeah, I, you know, like I said, um, you know the, the merger, um, same same owner for both. Um, you know, like I said, as long as uh, you know things continue, um, you know, for for people and teams to be treated fairly, um, I, I think uh, you know, and you, and you got to have tech. Um, you know, there there was a few races where um, neither series had tech. I feel like, you know, we got to make sure that um, there, there's just some checks and balances, um, you know, based on on tech. I mean, I'm not saying people are just out, you know, running 400s or, or four, 410s with us, um, or, or they'd just be blistering us every week. But um, just to keep people honest, I mean, if, if you're not checking, um, you know, then, then there's always that possibility. Now you got uh, you got feature wins at, at a lot of different tracks. Uh, what would you consider your biggest uh, feature win of your career? Oh man, um, that's a good question. Um, I don't know about my biggest. I'll give you a couple of big big highlights. Um, uh, Eldora was was big back in I believe. Uh, I think it was nineteen eighteen or nineteen, right before COVID. Um, and we, I know we didn't race there in twenty. 2020 so had to be about 18 or 19 um so just i mean a feature win there i've been racing since 2007 and got my first feature win there and you know 11 11 years later or so 
Um, so that was, that was a highlight. Um, I love Oshkosh and Speedway with, uh, you know, uh, up in Canada. And I, I've got a couple, uh, night before the nationals, uh, feature wins up there. Um, you know, but, but not any one in particular stands out. I mean, definitely the Eldora one, but, uh, over, over probably most of the others. Um, but, um, just, just winning features in general. I mean, everybody asks where my favorite racetrack is. It, it doesn't matter what my favorite racetrack is. It's just if we're winning and that's, that's my favorite racetrack for the week. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, I, I'm assuming Limeland has got to be a favorite since you, yeah, you got wins yeah. there. You got the, uh, the King of the quarter mile deal. How many times have you won that? Uh, I believe this year was my third one. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, Lima's, Lima's a favorite, but, um, I mean, again, at Lima, I think it took, uh, I think it took seven years to get a, a feature win there. So, um, it was just competition was tough and, and getting started. And a lot of these guys are doing this for, uh, you know, 10, 15 plus years when I'm getting into it. So, um, you know, Lima's Lima's definitely a favorite being ho- close to home um, and, and always being competitive there. Okay. It, it, you've competed in other series uh, events uh, as well. What uh, what other series uh, uh, events have you been in? I'm, I'm guessing you haven't run for those championships. No, no. Um, we, we've been up to uh, um, New York, Pennsylvania, uh, racing with the ESS and the Patriot Tour. Um Patriot Sprint Tour ran up there uh, a few years back. Um, also down to um, I seventy five uh, with the USCS. I ran um, ECM Speedway in Alabama. Um, so you know a little, and, and also out to Knoxville uh, for three sixty nationals. I've uh, been out there a few times. Um, I mean that place is neat. Probably another favorite, but uh, definitely got some homework to do before we go back out there. <laughs> Did you ever get to run uh, Millstream Speedway? I did. Okay, um, okay. Actually, had a, had a and I had a feature win at, at Millstream. So um, that was uh, that. And, and uh, for whatever reason, I, I like three eighths mile racetrack. Um, I always seem to be competitive, and and uh, actually, I believe in the Dave Bumgardner thirty eight car a few years ago. Uh, we were running like fourth with the All Stars, and I. Popped a left rear tire with two to go and ended up ninth. So, I, I mean, still not bad. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like I said, we we we've been strong in a four ten. Just um, just never never took the time to to really stick with it because I think Lima was so close to home. Um, you know, and and four ten racing took more more funds. Um, that just at the time we probably didn't have. Gotcha. So, are you done uh, racing then for the season, or do you got um, any more races yet you plan to hit before the end of the year? Well, that was something that we we had talked about. Um, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd like to do some more, obviously, um, but uh, you know, whether time permits, um, we wanted to go uh, the the ready mix sprint invaders in Illinois and Iowa. Um, they, they had a three-day weekend coming up toward the end of September. Um, I mean, again, this is – it all comes back to um, 
you know, rebuilding for next year. We're at the point where uh, both both engines need freshen. Um, there's some things we need to get rid of and update. Um, you know, so possibly to go out there may cost me five, five, six thousand dollars to possibly win five or six grand. So, uh, you know, for a three day deal, um, also, um, we were, uh, we had been in contact, um, with the, uh, the series down South, uh, with, with the USDS, um, and they got a two day show, uh, I 75 and somewhere else, uh, Tennessee, Alabama area, um, toward the end of October. Um, but then we're talking harvest season and we're farmers. So that, that may, uh, get into that time a little bit. That, that was, I think the vaguest, yes, we're done for the season. Most likely answer <laughs> that I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Jared, yeah, how, I, how, I, I believe Jared, how did you get into racing? How, where, where did oh, you start? Man. Um, I was six, seven years old. Um, my my dad and I we we went over to Criderville Speedway uh, to watch go kart races and uh, you know he says Jared is that something you think you'd you'd like to do and uh, so so dad never raced my dad's dad never raced um, I, I I don't know why we got into racing but uh, yeah that was I I thought I'd be interested in. so um, we that that same summer uh, about five six years old. Um, we had gotten a, a, a racing go-kart and we got a, a kind of a pasture field, um, uh, that's, that's now got a, a race shop sitting on it. And, uh, um, we, we had a, a go-kart track and dad would race me with the four wheeler and I would race the go-kart and I'd have to maneuver to get around him and, and pass him. Right. So, um, next year just kind of, kind of took off, uh, racing carts and I raced carts until I was, uh, 14 uh, race go-karts and then, uh, ran a mini sprint at the age of 14 up until I was 17. Um, and at 17, uh, the, the big sprint car. So, um, you know, just, just, uh, followed the ranks and, um, you've been having a lot of fun doing it. Um, and everybody asks if, uh, one of the girls are going to get in a race car and yeah. I tell them no, no, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I've, I've been doing this and, uh, I've had a lot of fun doing it. Um, there's probably a lot of things through my, my childhood and, um, you know, younger years, uh, growing up and through high school that I probably missed. Um, but, um, you know, who, who knows, um, something may change where these, these girls think they got to do it, but, uh, their mom was a heck of a volleyball player and maybe we'll see them go that way. But, uh, um, you know, racing, Racing's a tough deal and a, and a tough way of life to make it uh, unless you got a, a big back. And, um, you know, I, I went all the way to, um, you know, the, the point of, uh, getting my ARCA license, uh, went out to Rockingham, North Carolina, really? um, back in, I think, I think I'd only been in sprint cars for six, seven years. So probably back in roughly 14 or 15. And, um, uh, with Dylan, um, or, uh, Hill, uh, Randy, is it Hillenberg? Andy um, Hillenberg. Hill, Andy Hillenberg. Andy, Andy Hillenberg. There you go. He, he's put, he put on a, an ARCA, uh, or ARCA class. And, um, 
I went out there, got my, got my ARCA license and you know, the talk was, uh, Jared, do you, you know, or, or, or Andy, what's, what's it take to, uh, get an ARCA car for a season? And, um, you know, me at, you know, 22 years old or whatever, I, I'm this, you know, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> and it, it come to the point where, it, you know, it, it's going to take, we got to bring $300,000 to the table. You know, my, my, you know, at 22 years old, I don't realize what really what $300,000 is. And, and dad looks at me and just says, it ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? and, and that was uh, back when 300 grand was a lot of money. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, so it, it was, uh, it was Jared where, you know, it just, it ain't possible. We're either, we're refinancing the house, refinancing the farm, um, all, all on a, a, a chance, you know, and there's, there's been a lot of, you know, I'm, I'm not knocking the guys that race sprint cars for a living, um, because those guys are good. Um, I just, I just hope that they can make, they can make enough money and, and um, uh, discipline themselves to, to save some money because there, there's going to come a day where, where they're going to want to retire. And, yeah, you know, I, I, I work a full-time job. Um, I mean, obviously, I, I'm not racing 360 sprint cars locally to, you know, to, to fund my, <laughs> my home and my family. Um, so I, I you know, work a full-time job, 45 to 50 hours a week. And, you know, I, I, you got to build a retirement. I mean, I, it's, it's just, um, you know, and, and then, then all the a- after things that you got to do to stay ahead and, um, you know, between the farm and, and, um, you know, help dad, he's got a small car dealership, sell a few vehicles on and off, you know, just, just to, just to stay ahead. Because if you don't do that and you don't discipline yourself to save, I mean, nobody else is going to do it for you. Financial responsible racer. Financial there you go. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Something like that. Uh, speaking of with before we let you go here, you want to plug any of your sponsors or anybody in the crew that helps you out? Uh, for sure. Um, you know, I definitely got to give a big, big shout out to um, my wife and girls uh, for everything they put up with because it's a busy, hectic uh, summer. And my dad with from all his support from day one uh, and all the way through. Um, Dan and Josh, uh, with, with their help, um, every week and getting the truck up and down the road and the race car on and off the racetrack. Um, and, and then, um, you know, all, you know, all the sponsors that are on board, um, M and W construction, uh, K and L ready mix, Audible lumber, um, K three dog spa to all purpose contracting, um, sky building to Miller construction, um, Troy Ram Construction, uh, Scott Miller Trucking. I mean, these guys, um, you know, and, and obviously the race cars uh, scattered with them. Um, but uh, without these guys, this is definitely not possible. So you've got to thank all of them. Awesome. Well, we appreciate the time and uh, uh, good luck uh, next year in, in whatever uh, whatever happens, I guess, with uh, the GLSS uh, and whatever's sure. going on at, at Lima Land. And, and, and good luck with um, some of the shows that you might make it to yet this Possibly, year. Possibly, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And we all know those are going to happen. And, and you may not know this, but our guests 
typically go on to uh, win their very next race after they've been. We had Devin Shields on uh, a couple weeks ago. He won two in a row uh, the weekend nice. after he was on. So, I mean, there, you got that going for you if, if you yeah, do decide to deal. go. <laughs> Should you happen happen to decide to run a couple more yet this year? There That's you go. Right. <laughs> All right, Jared, we appreciate it. You take care. All right. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Jared. See you. Bye. There you go, Jared Horseman, your uh, 2022 NRA Sprint Invader champion. Uh, Sixth time. Sixth time he's won that. So, I mean, he mentioned something about those uh, those sprint car drivers that race uh, for a living. They right. have to be pretty good. I'd say six, like six time champion is pretty good. Yeah. Especially if you've only been racing the, those cars since, what, did you say 07? Right. Yeah. It takes a commitment, Scott. I, I, and there's a lot of people that are just unwilling to do that. Is that what my problem is? Yeah. Must be. You know. Uh, Ryan Unzicker on the way in about uh, 11 minutes or so. We'll get to that. Uh, before we do that, we have uh, the list of uh, possible competitors for the hot dog race we're going to have at Oakshade Raceway where uh, we're going to have a tricycle. You're going to ride a tricycle about 100 feet to the start-finish line. Right. Get off your bike, get out, eat, or your tricycle, I should say. Get off of that, climb through the wall. Uh, we'll have a hot dog and a carbonated beverage on a picnic table behind the flag stand. Eat that. Once uh, you've completed that, you get back on your bike and go another 100 yards and or 100 feet, whatever. It's approximate. And uh, whoever is first to do that will get $100 from uh, Nick Lloyd's Fix and Fab. We have uh, six people that have signed up previously. Uh, I'll open it up if there's anybody else here within the next, like, half hour or so that wants to throw their name in the hat. Um, just, um, let's see, how about I don't know. put hot dog in the comments. <laughs> Uh, and the requirement is you have to be, have uh, competed at Oakshade in one of the four classes uh, this year or are, will have a car that you're going to be competing at uh, on Saturday night right? if it's going to be your first time. Uh, so basically, drivers, it's limited to drivers. It has to be a driver. Any class, though, absolutely. at Oakshade. So, again, uh, if you have not gotten in on that, and uh, I can go through the names here, who we have so far. Uh, Bubba Kundick, John Young, Ryan Clare, Steve Miller, Jaden Blykamp, and Chris Rutan. Uh, so at least uh, I don't think we have any sportsman drivers that are interested there. So those are that represents three different classes at right. least. So uh, we'll uh, leave that open until we actually spin the wheel. How's that? Now, how many tricycles are committed already? Because that's been a problem. Right now we only have two. Pam's having some dishes. She's trying to get a bigger tricycle, and she's I having see. difficulty finding more she's got two locked in so what we're going to do is basically we're going to draw six names um and you're going to be assigned a number so number one you're guaranteed in you're you're the first one in number two you're, you're guaranteed, guaranteed to because we have two bikes number three if we get a third bike you will be in number four if we get a fourth bike you'll be in or should uh, something happen where one two or three is unable to compete that'll move you up in into the competition right does that uh, Am I making sense? Yeah, sort it's, of. It's like a prior prioritization. No. And it'll be based on the number of bikes as to how many uh, number of bikes we actually end up with uh, as to how many will actually and compete. And the, the people uh, aren't necessarily donating the bikes. They're just loaning them. They can them, be lended, but loaning the, them to we the can't track guarantee the condition. They'll go back in. Yeah. But make sure to get with Pam, though, before you commit. Uh, Pam Hendrickson, if you need to uh, 
information, get a hold of her, get a hold of me, and, and I can do that. Because we were trying to get the bikes to be, or the tricycles to be similar. So that right. not one person has a advantage. Uh, a racing roundup. And again, we'll be doing that a little bit later on the show. I don't want to go too long tonight because I kind of like to watch some of the uh, the Eldora action tonight right, as well. Right, right. Which I believe starts at 8. No, no. Real quick on, on the tricycles. These are regular tricycles, not big wheels or... As far as I know, yes. Okay. As far as I know. I, I'm just trying to help with the donation process. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, racing roundup from uh, this past weekend, Tim Schaefer won the AFCS 410 feature event Friday night at Attica Raceway Park. Ryan Missler picked up his second late model win of the season. Paul Weaver was the AFCS 305 winner. That was his 68th career 305 win. Mm-hmm. On Saturday night, um, was the Attica ambush, two nights of racing there this past weekend. Saturday night, Corey Eliason uh, was the AFCS 410 winner. Jared Horseman. Who we're uh, excuse me just uh, speaking with, uh, winner of the uh, GLSS NRA 360 uh, sprint event, and uh, Mafus picked up the uh, AFCS 305 win. It was his third win of the season. Fly Rock Speedway. Dennis Wisman Jr. won the school bus figure eight and the boat uh, figure eight race. Greg Stude won the street stock A main. Billy Early won the regular figure eight. Dale Buttery won the factory stock. It was his first win ever. Tim Cronenwet won the uh, stock car flagpole race. Uh, Dave Lambert won the figure eight flagpole race. And then I guess they pitted the two of those guys up against each other. And Lambert uh, won that in a four-lap uh, flagpole race. Well, okay. And I guess the place was absolutely Sold out. Packed. Yeah. Sold out. Turning people away. Yeah. Uh, Rusty Schlank uh, was the winner at Oakshade Raceway on Saturday night in uh, the late models. Uh, pretty good race there. Uh, that race went caution-free. Right. Uh, Carter Schle- or Carter Murday, excuse me, Carter Murday was the uh, sportsman winner. Colin Schilt uh, picked up another uh, Dominator Superstock win, and uh, Corey Gum won in the compacts. Eldora Speedway uh, was scheduled for action on Sunday night, but three inches of rain canceled the Baltus Classic. Uh, that was originally scheduled for Sunday, so that didn't happen. Wednesday did happen. That was the makeup of the dirt late model dream i guess you could say where they had 14 laps in so they had 86 laps that uh, they completed and it looked like um uh who was it uh, the 44 can't think of his name now he was leading most of the race and yeah. then had uh spark uh some kind of ignition issue and then brandon overton uh overtook uh the lead there in the late restart and picked up his third dirt late model or dirt uh late model dream uh in a row Crazy. And look good doing it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a pretty good race. Uh, World Outlaw Case Construction Late Models were at Smoky Mountain uh, Speedway for the Smoky Mountain Showdown Friday. Jimmy Owens uh, picked up the win there. Uh, Livonia Speedway on Saturday was postponed due to rain, and officials are working on a new date for that. Uh, World Outlaw Knott's Energy Drink Sprint Cars were at uh, the Skagit Nationals at Skagit Speedway. Skagit. They were pronouncing it Skagit. I prefer Skagit. I think that sounds cooler, but... Yeah, whatever. Thursday night, Logan Schuhart picked up the win. Friday night, it was Sheldon Hodden-Shield. And uh, Dave Gravel picked up uh, the final event Saturday night for the Skagit-Skagit Nationals. We'll do both. Uh, Grays Harbor Raceway Monday. uh, They were in action uh, in Washington, still over there on the the other coast. Carson Macedo picking up the win on uh, Monday. 
Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, Saturday's River Days Rumble at Portsmouth Raceway Park, and Sunday's Hillbilly 100 at Tyler County Speedway were both rained out. The Hillbilly 100 uh, is now scheduled to be run uh, Thursday, the 29th of September is the makeup date for that. The Tezos All-Star Circuit of Champions uh, were in action at Sharon Speedway. Brent Marks picking up the win on uh, Friday night in the Sharon Nationals, and Cap Henry picking up the win Saturday. Local boy does good. Arkham Art Series in action, and uh, we'll be speaking to the winner here uh, shortly. Uh, the Rust-Oleum Automotive finishes 100 at DuCoin State Fairgrounds, scheduled for Sunday afternoon, rain postponed to Monday, and then uh, Ryan Unziker picking up the, uh, the win, his second ARCA win in his career. So we'll be talking to him about that momentarily. Scott McLaughlin uh, won the Grand Prix of Portland on Sunday afternoon for the NTT IndyCar Series and in cup action. Eric Jones, the 43 car, uh, took the checkered flag in the uh, cookout Southern 500 at Darlington Raceway. Uh, Saturday's action, Xfinity uh, race, Noah Gragson picked up uh, a pretty exciting finish uh, there. It was third, uh, and then the two leaders got together and, he got by him, picked up the win in sports clips, uh, sport clip haircuts, VFW help a hero 200 at Darlington. So pretty cool deal there. And right on time, I believe that's wow. going to be uh, Mr. Ryan Unsicker. Yeah. <clears throat> Amber Down Racing Report. Hi, this is Ryan Unsicker. Hey, Ryan, it's uh, Scott Hammer and uh, Ron Miller here. And you're, Hi, it's Scott and Ron. <laughs> How you doing? Uh, congratulations. You're good. Congratulations on the uh, the win there on uh, I, I almost said Sunday on Monday. Thank you, I appreciate it. So you've, you've pretty much got the uh, ARCA uh, program uh, under control with you, with with our dirt races. Well, we think we think we do, but you know this racing world it's pretty tough. <laughs> so uh, how big of a a pain was it uh, for that to be postponed to Monday? Um, actually it worked great in my favor for the Durley metal program, um, being able to go up to, uh, Spoon River Speedway and race the, uh, the Mars, uh, series to keep my point lead and then head back down to DeCoin and, and do that race. So it really, really played out in my favor. I didn't have to give up those <laughs> points, uh, doing that. Where'd you end up finishing at Spoon River? Uh, we ended up second, so it's good. It was a good weekend for us. Heck yeah! Uh, so you went from twentieth to fourth in, in four laps in, in that race. I mean, I guess they lined up uh, based on points, and since you don't race yeah. regularly, it kind of puts you behind the eight ball a little bit. But uh, I mean, why it it only took you four laps to get up in the top five? Yeah, well. Yeah, you know, typically in a normal event, it's obviously going to take a lot longer to do that. But uh, the track was definitely characteristic because of all the rain they had. Um, and I think, you know, pretty much everybody was really fighting for the bottom. And um, I, I was, my plan was to be patient because I knew the track was going to be rough and I didn't want to tear stuff up. But um, I don't know, everybody kind of fought for the bottom and I could just tell they were really uh, slowing up, you know, and I just, uh, I don't know. My, I guess decided to go around the outside of them and, and, uh, hammer down. So it was a good decision for us. We moved up there quick to get out of some of the mess, but, um, we definitely 
got to give credit to the car as well. It was, it was really good that day. Ryan, as a racer, I've got to ask you, have you ever run, planned a race out in your head and then the green flag dropped and you did something entirely uncharacteristic? hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. I kind, I kind of That's thought pretty so. much what happened. <laughs> My, uh, the two owners, um, of the team, they, after the race, they pretty much said that to me. They said, Hey, what happened to, uh, laying back for what five ha- or 10 what, laps? To let it, like, <laughs> what happened to our plan? Well, you know. <laughs> but, uh, all in all, it worked out in our favor and everything's good. But, uh, but definitely, um, racing throws you a lot of curveballs, and that was uh, probably pretty much one of them right there. You got to be ready to take advantage of those curveballs. Yeah, I mean, you know, honestly, on a regular track of uh, you know normal circumstances, you couldn't you couldn't do what I was doing uh, playing playing way out there on the outside line. But uh, but uh, you know, just those circumstances of being rough and. The conditions that we had to deal with, uh, it was in our favor. I know the ARCA tracks, the, when they run the ARCA cars on the dirt, the, the tracks are normally pretty hard and black. So uh, <laughs> uh, I, I suppose that you had a bit of an advantage when you jumped to the outside. Uh, uh, for sure. Uh, for sure. It was just like um, the deal with Springfield. Um, you know, the, the Springfield race was or Springfield track was pretty much the same as the coin. They got a bunch of rain and, um, that's how we made a lot of hay there at Springfield was getting, getting onto the outside and, um, going to going on the track to where nobody else was willing to do. And, um, obviously I think the dirt experience or the dirt late mile experience, uh, I would give, I've given my credit to that pretty much, uh, being able to trust myself, trust my car, uh, and the capability of it to go to the outside like that. Now, did did you know they were going to shorten the race uh, to just seventy five laps? I mean, did you know there was uh, weather in the area, and did that give you a little bit more urgency to get out front? Well, so you know, um, we knew there was rain in the area, um, just as well as you know, Springfield was. We knew that the concert was coming, so um, we had to we had to move fast. We, we had to act fast, but. Uh, be honest with you, I think it was good for the series to call it um, early, uh, probably really at both places. Obviously, at this point because of the rain, but um, the track was just really demanding and, and rough. And um, obviously, those cars um, are not um, <laughs> really built for that situation. So uh, it was a good thing, you know, that the rain came and, and we didn't tear up any more equipment. To be politically correct, they weren't rough. They just had a lot of character. <laughs> correct, correct. Yeah, there's not much you can do when you get uh, all that rain. You know, it's just uh, everything's really spongy and uh, exactly. just, just not much uh, not much people can do. So uh, Bob Sargent and his gang does, does a great job no matter where they go. And uh, just tickled to death and happy to get the, get the actual race in. So. It was a pretty special moment for Hendren Motorsports and Bill Hendren wanting to retire, and me uh, as myself just trying to get him his last win there. So, I was I was going to ask you about that. How special was that uh, of, of a moment there after the race? Uh, I mean, just emotional. Um, he's been doing it for a long time. Uh, it was emotional for me just being the person to be able to do that for him. Um, 
lot of people in his team, you know, uh, don't want to quit, but it's, it's his time. You know, he's, he feels it. He sees it. He's been doing a long time. He's old and, um, you know, ready to, ready to get, pass it on to somebody else. So, um, yeah, it was, it was great. It was, uh, a memory that I probably will never forget. Will we see Ryan Unzicker in a dirt race in Arca again? Um, if you have my way, yes. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm trying. Um, you know, I've, I've talked to a few people saying that, Hey, I'm interested in still continuing, but you know, it all in all it takes a little bit of money and, um, uh, just, um, I don't know. You got to have the right people behind you. So, uh, we're talking to a few people, uh, to maybe help us out trying to, to, uh, get us back out there again. Um, it's something that I would like to continue, um, because I feel like that, you know, I'm in my prime of being able to compete with them. You know, um, I'm finally getting to feel the car that, um, that I want and I feel comfortable. And that's the biggest challenge for a race car driver is to feel confident and comfortable. Absolutely. How would you uh, feel about running a whole season in ARCA, running the asphalt as well? Um, I would pull the trigger um, in a heartbeat if I could. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would for sure. Um, you know, back in, I think it was 2002, we ran the whole series with that same team, Hendrick Motorsports, and we did that American Speed Association. Mm. Um Bill's team wasn't new to auto uh, racing, but they were new to a- ASA, the American Speed Association. It was totally different cars than they were used to. Um, uh, they chose me as their driver back then, and um, my experience was very limited. <laughs> I mean, just a couple of years into the racing business, and I didn't know what the heck I was doing. So uh, if I had that opportunity again, it would be really, really awesome. Um, but again, um, sadly, the, uh, that type of racing takes way too much money and a lot of money and you got to have a big corporate sponsor and, um, you know, it would never, it would never happen without something like that. And you're not 16 anymore. It seems as I'm that's a big, <laughs> it seems like that's a big draw, um, with any of the touring series anymore. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Arca is definitely built for the breeding ground of the young um, up and coming. And I think it's very cool that through the years I've been able to race with some of those guys that, um, pressed on through the ranks and made it, you know, um, I guess I wish I would have been able to do that years and years ago, but, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't my place. It wasn't my time. And, you know, we're happy to where we are with our dirt late model program. And we're just happy to run for bill those two races for many years. And, um, very satisfied with being a two-time Marca champion, just dabbling in it two times a year. So it feels good. How does, uh, how does this uh, latest win compare to that uh, Springfield mile win a couple of years ago? Um, you know, um, Springfield, um, it was definitely special cause that was Bill's first win. Um, there but uh be honest with you this the coin it just feels different for some reason i don't know why um i I don't know why it just feels feels different (laughs) i don't know if it's because it's uh you know to prove people that i I didn't get lucky the one time or if it was just to um if it was bill's last ride you know um 
I don't know. I, I can't really explain why it feels so much better, but it does feel better. Gotcha. Ron uh, was asking me uh, earlier uh, why you aren't at uh, Eldora this weekend. Um, yeah. Well, team, that's a great question. It's a great <laughs> question. Great question. I had um, talked it over with my team. Um, we were really wanting to go out this year. We haven't been out there for uh, a few years now. And um, to be honest with you, it takes it takes a lot to go out there. I mean, you got 106 drivers. Um, we are actually leading the points for that Mars Dirt Late Model Series. I only have one Dirt Late Model right now. I only have two motors. And um, I really wanted to capitalize on winning. I'm trying to capitalize on winning the Mars Series. So we decided to uh, focus more on um, getting the Mars Championship under our belt and um, and just uh, be around home with our family for the weekend. I feel like we've been on the road and on the on a go 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 situation and. Uh, we just need a little bit of home time. Will that Mars championship, will, uh, will that be your first championship with them? Uh, for the Mars, I would, yes, it would be the first championship. Um, I've won other championships, but, sure. um, but, uh, but for the Mars, yes. How, uh, how, when does their, uh, when's the Mars season wrap up? So we've got, so oh, there's three races left. Um, there is, uh, one, the following weekend, I believe it's the 17th at Spoon River Speedway. And then there's the last two in October. Uh, it's called the Falls Frenzy at uh, Fairbury American Legion Speedway, So, which is my home track. So, so no problem. You got this. Uh, you got this all wrapped up. I hope so. I hope so. We just <laughs> we just got to keep the car in, car in good shape. We we run good there. We just need to, uh, uh, like any race, we got to keep the the nose and fenders all together and not hit anything. <laughs> how, com- how comfortable is your lead in the Mars series? We have a uh, 28 point lead, um, over second. So, yeah, so it's still tight. Yeah. Still tight. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, <Nerve> wracking. <laughs> uh, the next race I saw on your calendar is, uh, at Fairbury on the 13th. Is that, uh, that's still accurate? Yes. Um, right now we're talking about it tonight. Um, because we're, we're actually fourth in national points, UMP national points, um, as well. So, so that's another thing we're looking at, um, trying to move up a few more spots there. Um, so we are trying to decide tonight if we want to, um, run a couple local shows to collect some more points. Look out for that train. Yeah, yeah. Matt actually uh, took my son to um, our little hometown corn festival this oh, weekend. Oh, right. so, <laughs> so I don't know. They got a train going right through where all the little kids are. Nice. Well, uh, I don't know if you remember, but usually our guests go on to uh, win their next race. So, I mean, that that, really? that that should help you out at least in the national points then. So maybe I should wait to race until that Fairbury 22,000. <laughs> well, and that'd be a good one to win. Well, and too. If you didn't win, I don't want you to blame us though. So I, I don't know about that. Maybe don't right, put too much right. stock in that, but, uh, and I, oh, I also man. saw that, uh, you're headed down to the dome, uh, beginning of December. Yeah. That's uh, another one on my list that I got to get back. We, we, we took the lead with like nine to go, uh, a couple of years ago and, 
Um, we ended up flipping, uh, flipping the race car and took ourselves out of the race. But uh, that was a bummer. That one, that one would have been special in front of all those people. Take some aluminum with you. <laughs> take some what? Ta- take some aluminum with you. Aluminum, yeah. <laughs> No doubt, no doubt. Well, that definitely—I mean—that looks like a great time. I haven't been down there myself, but I think that that would be a lot of fun. It is. I mean, thirty thousand people in one area there—all race fans. Um, the track always has a little character itself, uh, so it makes it pretty racy and exciting at times. But uh, I don't know. I—I I like it. It's just a fun atmosphere, and that's what makes it a good race. It's because of the atmosphere and and how many people get involved. Got it. Well, congratulations on that ARCA win. Go go, spend some time with, with your kids. We appreciate the time uh, you talking with us here this evening. Yes, no, I appreciate you having us on, and um, and it means the world of us to uh, be able to support. You got any sponsors? Racing community. Any sponsors you <laughs> yeah, want to so, give a shout uh, out to? For the ARCA deal, we got uh, we got RJR Transportation, Punk Farms, Hummingbird uh, Vineyards and Winery, and uh, I believe that's the three main ones that uh, that they have on the car there. So, what about? But really, they just been yeah, lay model. We do uh, RJR again. Um, we have a bunch of product sponsors uh, to help us out, like any other race team there. And then we have construction services, uh, Buddha Bird Transmission, uh, KDM Services. Ah, uh, boy, you're putting me on the spot now. With not, <laughs> I was thinking ARCA, um, El Paso Outdoor Service, Gary Miller Classic Auto. Um, boy, the list goes on and on. But uh, really, it just takes a team effort for. Any race team, you know, you have so many people that are involved um, on the car or off the car. Uh, everybody's so important to, to be able to get it done. So, Absolutely. Well, good luck on that uh, Mars Championship and uh, the, the UMP National Points and the Dome, you know, whatever else you got going yeah. on the rest of this year. Okay. And, well, uh, we do appreciate you guys. And come up with another ARCA ride. There you go. Well, uh, I'll tell you a little secret. Um, we have, my wife and I have been trying to get some people involved and the, the best way to handle the situation, I think was to be to try to buy that, some of that stuff from Bill, um, and just, you know, return in the same car. There you go. Uh, would be our ultimate goal. But, uh, of course it takes sponsors and it takes people behind. Me. So, uh, we're working on that. Um, don't know if it'll materialize, but, uh, Best case scenario, we'll be pulling the Arca car uh, in the late model trailer down to Springfield and <laughs> the coin again. That would be awesome. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yep. Yep. So, well, hopefully you can make that happen. Yeah, me too. That would be, that's my dream. Uh, that's, that's my goal for um, the future with that. But, um, but we'll, we'll cross our fingers on that one. All right, man. Keep us up to date. All right. Appreciate you. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Thanks, Ryan. Right, bye-bye. Bye. Here you Thank go. you. Ryan Unzicker, winner of uh, the Rustolium Auto Finishes 100 there at DuCoin. 
uh, our did, did I see somebody come in uh, and yeah, sit he, in the green room? He's kind of been a little antsy. He's been walking around and doing stuff in the garage really? there. Should we make him wait just a little bit longer, or should oh, we bring him in? Well, let's, let's bring him in, because you want to watch the race tonight. Yeah, he so. might get pissed if I leave him out there. Mr. Craig Dittman. Oh, let's get rid of uh, this. There you go. How's, How's it going, guys? <laughs> Pretty darn good. Now, you have a bunch of things going on. You got uh, Dippin' Motorsports Night coming up at uh, Oakshade with some increased uh, payouts for the winners and other awards. And you have this other deal that you kind of been working on behind the scenes coming up on September 24th, the Sportsman Modified Dirt Duel. I, b- I believe that's what you wanted to talk I, about. I, I heard evening. rumors that he's shooting for Promoter of the Year Award. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> now, just looking at having some fun here. Uh, the... Yeah, the Dippin' Motorsports, we kind of, the night we got rained out uh, a couple weeks ago and uh, just looking at, uh, I'm I'm kind of glad that the forecasters uh, the beginning of the week got it wrong and it looks like we're going to have a, a pretty decent start to the weekend. So uh, it looks like uh, hopefully Saturday plays out well and uh, we get some good racing in for the, for the Dippin' Motorsports night. And the hot dog race too. And the hot dog race, definitely, uh, definitely for for the hot dog race, yes. So you, you said you had uh, some questions regarding the the sportsman modified dirt duel coming up uh, in a few weeks. Uh, did you want to address those? Well, it is as far as the sportsman modified dirt duel. Uh, it, it's it's been something that uh, we've tossed around for a couple of years now, and really haven't found a place to or I should say a time to be able to run it, uh, that it doesn't affect a lot of things and we can still have, uh, a little bit of draw for the, for the, uh, modifieds to be able to pull some of them guys in, uh, it originated. I started running the modified back a few years ago and it kind of originated back when the, when we had the, uh, the ethanol modifieds there and, uh, really saw that the two nights that the sportsmen and the modifieds ran the same night, they were one night, the modifieds were a tick quicker and one night the sportsmen's were. So that's kind of where just finding a time to be able to get the modifieds on the track over at Oakshade and uh, be able to just have a little bit of fun with it and, and stir a little bit of, Stuff up to where we everybody has their idea who's faster. A little bit of rivalry. Who do you think's oh, yeah. faster? Me, I think I, I'm going to stick with the modified. I I still th- say the the modifieds are going to be a little a tick quicker, but uh, again, it depends on uh, who shows up uh, in in the setup you get. It's it's that track is uh, to to be able to get a hold of that track at times is a a challenge in itself. And, and, uh, I think this is going to be, uh, this weekend with the lack of weather this week, I think we're going to have pretty much, uh, uh, a little drier of a track that it's, uh, it's going to be a normal, normal week to try to get a hold of that track and get some good lap times in. So don't, don't you think the sportsman guys though would have a little bit more of an advantage since they've got the laps on, on their home track advantage, yeah. maybe. There's it, it, it can go both ways. Uh, we we can sit here as I've <laughs> talked with a few of the guys. It's a uh, bench racing. As far as it is, I've never lost a race from the grandstands ever. 
<laughs> so, I mean, we can, we can, that's why we put them out on the track is, uh, we can sit here and talk and I've had conversation with about eight different people that have had their idea of who's quicker. And it kind of has been about split even. So some guys think that the motor, the motor that the modified is allowed and the engine setback kind of gives them an advantage. Uh, me personally, uh, it really equalizes out with the sportsman being able to have the aero package with the, with the late model style front end and the, uh, the open, uh, open tires. So is and and that was another thing is that, uh, we definitely are going to be keeping the modifieds uh, on the the the, the UMP e modified the e tires. tires. Yes, yes, yeah. They'll be because uh, uh, Pam and Chrissy. I did talk with them, and they did say that uh, they've spoke with Sam Driggers, and it, it will be a because of the format and everything. As long as they stay on the UMP tire, uh, it actually becomes a uh, UMP modified uh, point night. Have uh, any uh, modified drivers reached out to you to express their interest in this yet? Oh, I've talked with uh, I've talked with a handful of them. I know that uh, I know Butler will be done. That's kind of where we were going with a little bit of the schedule. I know Butler has done the uh, week before, so there's been uh, some talk on the uh, social media concerning the uh, some of the guys up at Butler. I have been talking with a handful of the guys that I raced down with at Lima and Montpelier that we're trying to, trying to, uh, entice them up. Um, I know Speak it's a little bit, a little bit of a struggle with the, uh, with a few of the guys that, uh, with what we had, uh, as far as a track from the birthday race, the summer national event that, uh, that kind of became a little bit of an issue with trying to, trying to work into them that that was, a. Uh, that, that was, was a one night, that was a one night deal and, yeah. and you need to point out to those guys that the last several weeks the track has been really spectacular. Oh yeah. It is it has been. I I actually was on the track last week and I was very very disappointed not to be able to run that feature because I could feel in the heat race that it was a it, it was a track that you could move around with. It it was a yep. track that definitely you you uh, did not have a single lane. It was. It seemed like you could run a couple different grooves, and and uh, especially the super stock race. Watching uh, watching Colin come up from mid pack uh, late in the race, it was very entertaining. Mm -hmm. it, it was. You really saw that you could move around and and actually be able to get some good lap times in. So back to this uh, this dirt duel. What's uh, what are the incentive what's the payout uh, look like well at this time? We, i am still uh with chrissy and pam i am still trying to work through the uh payout we definitely have uh the thousand dollar to win it, it will be a thousand dollars to win uh right now we're we i presented them with uh kind of uh a purse structure that i thought really looked good and worked out both for what I figure we could get as far as sponsorship to bring into the race and what the track would be bringing in. And, uh, basically just waiting on a final approval. As soon as, uh, I know I talked to you, Scott, uh, yesterday about it. As soon as we get, uh, the final numbers, it, it will be a, 
I'm pretty confident that we're going to be looking at uh, uh, similar numbers to a traditional modified uh, pay structure. Okay. And uh, basically running the sportsmen and the modifieds as uh, one class that night. Yes. Yes. So, yep. Okay. And uh, we're looking at, uh, I believe I'm, I'm almost positive that uh, we did have it uh, set up to where we're going to time trial that night. So uh, we'll, we're shooting for that. I think it's going to, uh, again, it's the last night of the year. I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a fun night. Uh, I think uh, we're going to, from the talk of it, we're going to get, uh, get some of the Butler cars down there and, and possibly a couple of the due to uh, being able to pull some uh, pretty good uh, uh, national point uh, numbers. We might actually wind up with some of the other, uh, some of the other modifieds. A lot of the, a lot of the Lima guys uh, should be available. Shouldn't they? Well, a lot of the Lima guys uh, piggyback over to uh, Sandusky, or Sandusky, Montpelier. Uh, Montpelier. Montpelier for the <laughs> Saturday shows. Yeah, so we do have we do have a few. Uh, I know that uh, the the points over at uh, Montpelier aren't uh, don't lock the guys in real hard over there. So I do know that a few of them are are do move around a little bit for the Saturday night shows. So we're working on it. Like I said, the biggest thing I think uh, after seeing some of the talk on the social media is uh, coming up and actually getting that, uh, getting the purse structure down and actually uh, answering some of the questions as far as the purse goes. Okay. And that yep. again is uh, September 24th, Oakshade Raceway, Sportsman and Modified, Sportsman Modified Dirt Duel going head-to-head against each other. Uh, this weekend, Dittman Motorsports uh, night, I noticed the uh, super stock payout went up by another 50 bucks from the yeah, last we had I saw. A, Yeah, we had a uh, – I had last night, I had a, uh, a sponsor, Jeff Corns, uh, called me up and said he was looking at putting another $50 in, uh, which uh, by all means we're, we're happy to uh, – be available for them phone calls to be able to give back to the, give back to the racers and any way we can uh, look at injecting uh, a little better pay into it is, is by all means uh, what, what works out good. All right. You want to give out uh, your number if uh, in case any other sponsors want to help out with this weekend or the, uh, the modified uh, sportsman thing later this month. Yeah, by all means, uh, anybody wants to hit me up. Uh, Number is four, one, nine, Two eight three eight five eight zero. 8580 Usually I'm available. I work, uh, if you want to give me a call, uh, 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm usually available. <laughs> I work third shift. So uh, after usually after 3 o'clock in the afternoon, I, I, I'm up and available and out in the shop. So if anybody wants to uh, look at help and promote and, and uh, get any sponsorship into any of the uh, races coming up, then by all means, uh, that's what uh, what what helps out with the racers, especially with the with the year we're having and uh, the challenges that we're we're stuck with. Yeah, as a racer, I we I can say yeah, we appreciate that. So uh, definitely, I know you're yes. a racer as well, so you you know yep. firsthand. So uh, we'll see you out uh, at Oakshade on Saturday. Then. Uh, thank you. And uh, I did you guys get a chance? To, I know that uh, there was a. Uh, uh, 
You want to talk about the tire stuff? We, oh, hold on. We, was, we, I, we haven't talked about that. Hold on. Breaking news this afternoon. That's it. Ron even has a thing printed. You want to go ahead and talk about that, and then we'll get uh, Craig's uh, input uh, the, as well. The announcement from Hoosier Tire. Hoosier Racing Tire, the world's largest manufacturer of racing tires, announced Thursday, and that was at the driver's meeting down at Eldora, the introduction of a purpose-built national late model tire. Uh, to encompass all dirt super late model racing, uh, commencing with the 2023 season. That includes all of the World Outlaw, World of Outlaw case construction equipment, late models, and all of uh, dirt car, as, as well as Lucas Oil. Uh, the formation of the new NLMT program began as the consolidation of expansive dirt late model tire selections currently offered by Hoosier. Amending the existing complex tire program, now offering, now now the offerings will be re- reduced to just three 90-inch tires and three 92-inch tires. Subsequently, the and, and this is pertaining to the National Touring Series. Subsequently, the the former four-digit tires will now be simplified by representing one, two, three, or four. Um, the and it also says that the the uh, tire is designed as a no-groove, no-sight program uh, to be the only super-dirt late model tire offered by Hoosier. So uh, what that means, I guess, is from what I saw, is that uh, the retail price is supposed to come down on those. They haven't announced what the prices are going to be and take away a lot of the choices and different selections. Uh, what's, what's your input on that? Mr. Hoosier Tyler, tire dealer, Craig Dittman. My, my <laughs> understanding of it, and I was caught off guard too. I, I woke up to, uh, I woke up today to, uh, a lot of phone calls started coming at me questioning the, the tire situation. Uh, and it seems like, uh, it seems like, uh, we're one of the last ones to get notified of this. So, uh, after after the phone calls, I got on the phone with my rep and and another uh, another tire uh, distributor, and uh, basically the way it comes down to me is the UMP guys are not going to see a whole lot of difference uh, outside of the rebranding of that the just the numbering and the in that as far as it is, my understanding is uh, the big push is to get rid of the open comp the what right. the the four digit numbers uh is the big push and simplify it down to where we can race a, a ump race and still be able to go over and and run a lucas oil show and then be able to come down to eldora and be able to run uh the johnny Appleseed and not have this whole are well, they going to have 20, tires at the 26 track? tires Yes, twenty six variations is is what is currently available to the uh, Lucas and World of Outlaw guys. And I'll tell you the the UMP tires the thirties this year because of the the uh, the amount of tracks that went off and and were mandating the thirties all the way around uh, were at times a little bit of a struggle to get, but nowhere near as bad as some of the popular compounds of the uh of the open comp 
the the LM the the 9020s I I have in the shop and and I I think my the I've had no less than 40 of them at any time during the year so uh when it comes down to the tires I think the they're they're looking at what they can build and what the what would simplify as they have been for the last two or three years I think this tells us that Hoosier doesn't think the uh tire situation is going to improve a lot and by going from 26 possibilities to six possibilities uh makes a lot of sense to them and oh, and, and, and hoosier really dominates uh the the dirt late model program uh and as i understand it the new tires are going to be pretty much similar to the lms that we've been running there may be some little tweaks here and there by hoosier but uh pretty much yeah pretty much yeah, the, the weekly guys and, and the other thing that i understand and i think uh you mentioned it too craig is that most of the weekly hoosier tracks are going to give you a choice of two tires among the four compounds and and possibly even even like uh, up in michigan they may even do the one tire it it, it may be either a one or a two tire combination to, to even simplify it for the weekly racer a little bit better to where if you get travelers that come, it, it doesn't, it doesn't open it up to where uh, a, a three or four tire combination is going to dominate. So yeah, it's it. And, and if you look back at it, this actually, even before the tire shortage, this, the, the talks of this actually originated before uh, any of the tire shortage come up. So this has been in talks for, I know three or four possible years that they have been leaning towards really simplifying the, the tire situation in between the, the major touring series. Right. So what, what I'm getting from you guys and from what Matt is saying here, you, you guys think this is a good move? I do. I question the no sipe, no groove rule for weekly tracks. Um, there's a I, lot. There's a lot of guys that are, are really budget racers and taking the, especially the grooving away. You get a tire that's half worn. You can fire up the tire groover, sharpen up the grooves, and get another week or two out of that tire. That's a big thing I, to the weekly racers. I think you're going to. I, I think you're really going to see the siping and grooving challenged on that because first of all they're gonna they're they're gonna be running through uh as far as i was told a transition period which you you're gonna have the the 90s and third or the 90 90 and 92 third 20 and 30s that are still going to be existing that i'm sorry to say but a siped a siped and grooved 90 20 and 90 or uh uh 20s are not going to be able to uh, be dominated by a new tire that's unsiped and ungrooved. It, right. it just, so I, I think as what, and just like Eldora this year with our, with our super stocks, uh, with the tire situation, they actually opened up. We used to be on a no, no sipe, no groove rule down there in the super stocks, which because of the tire situation, they actually opened up this year. So, and that allows I, you, that allows you to extend the life of, of a tire. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Definitely allows you to really, especially for the budget guys, be able to actually get out on the track and, and still be 
somewhat competitive on a tire that's got a lot of use on it. Yep. All right, guys. Definitely. Well, we got to get moving here, Craig. We'll we'll see you out at Oakshade on on Saturday. Excellent. Looking forward to it. All right. Man. We'll see, see you. See you, buddy. Thanks, guys. All right. We uh, still got to choose our um, hot dog race competitors here and touch on a little bit of news. And we've we got how that. many to talk about too. Yeah, and how many? We got to give away a pizza. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll fly through this stuff. Here we go. Uh, Nick Hoffman. You hear about this? Uh, and did. members of his team were injured in a serious accident in their hauler on Thursday night. Actually, we could go tonight. Uh, in Kentucky, they were on their way to race at Farmer City. Uh, Carl Edwards flew Hoffman's sister, Ashley, out to uh, visit the rest of the family in his private jet. Nick Hoffman hit his head in the accident and was sedated, seeing an ICU doctor. Nick and Ashley's father, Daryl, has uh, broken vertebrae and is wearing a brace uh, and cannot move. Uh, Nick woke up on Sunday in the hospital and tweeted that he didn't know what happened to him until a couple of hours ago or a couple hours before he tweeted that. Um, And Carl uh, Edwards, I guess, uh, ended up flying the family home. They're all home now uh, as of yesterday. And I I guess Nick is doing okay. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I I think I read something about uh, they were talking about having to do surgery on his face, and they opted that uh, they don't. So good. good. So, yeah, bad story there. Uh, Anthony Alfredo, speaking of bad stories, he uh, puked while uh, in the Xfinity race on Saturday at Darlington. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, I think I had the video of uh, him crashing because of that puke, too. It was uh, under caution, as a matter of fact. Uh, he ran into uh, the back of John Hunter uh, Nemechek, um, and uh, he was feeling ill. That incident rendered, ended the race for Alfredo uh, Nemechek was able to continue. Yeah, he was uh, catching up oh. to the field under caution. Uh-huh. Uh, and when he was dry heaving or something, and Ooh. he didn't slow down when he caught Ew. the field and ran into the back of John. He entered Nemechek. Yeah, just a bad story all around there. I always wonder. It's like one of those things like, uh, what happens if they have to pee while, while they're racing? Never happens. Mm-hmm. Or go number two, even worse. Uh, Kevin Harvick, he's not a fan of the, uh, quote, crappy parts in the uh, NASCAR Next Gen Cup cars. Uh, blaming them for a fire in his car on Sunday at Darlington that took him out of the race. Rubber buildup seems to be causing fires in the next-gen cars. Next, uh, NASCAR responded with a rules change, uh, adding some coatings and other uh, changes, a dam, I guess, to help uh, reduce the rubber buildup and prevent fires. Is this a Band-Aid fix on their part? I read the thing. It didn't. There was some trans some Scott, I think something. the next gen cars are NASCAR's equivalent to uh, electric vehicles. They're a great idea, but they need a little more tweaking before they're turned loose to everybody. Hey, speaking of which, Bubba's thrown up in his helmet when he was 16. Really? Milk on a hot day. Not a good idea. No. Well, he could have some fun uh, if he's one of the competitors in the hot dog race here. <laughs> well, he won't have a helmet on. That's true, yeah. Unless he chooses yeah, Unless to. you choose to. You can. We're not going to make it mandatory. Uh, also breaking news. Here we North Wilkesboro. Uh, actually, we got a couple of North Wilkesboro uh, stories here. Uh, first off, the dirt events that were originally scheduled to uh, run throughout the month of October have been canceled. Aww. They're not going to rip up the asphalt Aww. and run the dirt races in October. Um 
XR Events CEO stated that, quote, as we've studied the conversion process from asphalt to dirt, we've come to realize we simply cannot properly prepare the track in such a limited period of time to produce the racing product fans and competitors deserve, unquote. And in related news, more breaking news. Um, there were rumors the other day that uh, the NASCAR All-Star Race would move to North Wilkesboro for next year. And? It was confirmed today, this morning, as a matter of fact. Uh, NASCAR and Speedway Motorsports uh, confirmed the rumors. The All-Star Race will be there, capping off a three-day weekend, May 19th through the 21st of uh, 2023. Complete schedules in the weekend or for the weekend, uh, will be announced at a later date. And Pretty, they, I, pretty the, well accepted on the internet, Scott. Yeah, I'm for it. I think that'll be cool. Um, so, yeah, uh, cool deal there. Yeah. And I think uh, they said something about the racing surface. The asphalt is good enough for it, so they may not tear okay. up the asphalt now. So I, I haven't heard, got definitive answer on as if they're going to be resurfacing the track or not. Maybe now. they'll just put some cold patch on it. Sure. The way they do in Toledo. Uh, factory stocks uh, have been added to uh, or have been invited to join in on the thousand to win trucks versus dominator super stocks versus factory stocks now uh, event at uh, Fremont Speedway on Friday, the 14th of October. Uh, additional bonuses, including $100 to the highest finishing pavement car, $100 bonus to uh, a feature winning dirt car, $200 bonus if uh, the feature winner is a dirt truck. And a $57 bonus coming from uh, uh, Scott Warner, as a matter of fact. Really? That's where he got the 57 from this morning. Uh, to the highest finishing super stock outside of the top 20 and is not a past champion. Well, okay. So you got to do bad to get the $57. That, that, that sounds like a NASCAR rule. Yeah, that was a weird one, but uh, that's what, what he's got. That's his number. So yeah. Uh, still, if uh, I'm sure uh, Corey's still putting that together. Uh, that event, uh, again, that's Friday, October 14th, Fremont Speedway, the dirt trucks versus the uh, super stocks versus uh, factory stocks now. It ought to be an interesting uh, deal. I think All so. racing in one class, just one class only. Right. So, 1,000 to win. So there you go. So uh, let's get to it, find out who our competitors are going to be for the hot dog race on Saturday night at Oakshade Raceway. Go over here. We'll share this. So that you can see the wheel of names. That looks like the right one. Actually, we'll call this the Big D's Pizza Wheel. Why not? Except they don't get a pizza. But they do yeah. get a hot dog they and get, a soft and drink. A drink. And possibly $100, uh, courtesy of Nick Lloyd's Fix and Fab. There we go. Let's do this. Makes it a little bit bigger. We're going to spin the wheel. Here's what we're going to do again. I'm going to have to write this down. Uh, again, right now we only have two tricycles confirmed. If uh, you have a tricycle, uh, a big tricycle, I think is what she's looking for. Right. Um, get with Pam Hendricks, promoter out there at uh, Oakshade Raceway. If you'd like to lend or donate one, um, we can have more people compete in this. Right now we have two. She's still working on at least two more. So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to do this six times. So the whoever wins the first spin, is guaranteed, the first two people are guaranteed to be in the hot dog race. Procedural question. Could yes. someone bring their own tricycle and race? I'm gonna leave that up to Pam. Okay. For for, for the rules clarification on okay. that. It has to All be right. has to be has to meet their size to, criteria. Yes, it has to meet the uh has to go through tech. Okay. And be approved. So here's uh spin number one. So this person will be guaranteed to be in the event. And look at that, it's the puker himself, Bubba Kundek. 
is going to be the number one. So move him. We're going to spin this again for uh, number two. And, and this person also is guaranteed, guaranteed to be in. Guaranteed to be in, yes. And should one of these top uh, people, one of the competitors, uh, not be able to compete, we will have alternates as well. So it's going to be uh, Ryan Clare is going to be our number two. So those two are definitely in. Okay. These next two are most likely in. And should... Ryan or Bubba not be able to compete. This will be the first alternate for the first two. Right. It, it makes sense in my head. Just go with it. So here we go. Who's it going to be? Oh, Steve Miller. Our first late model driver is in there. I think you know that fella just a little bit, don't you? I do. Yeah. You know, I think he's too old to be doing he's that, not, though. Probably. <laughs> He had a he had a milestone birthday this year, Scott and uh, John's pretty young, old too. Yeah, he, he I shouldn't say that. He's I, he's I don't know. Here, here we go. I think Steve. Yeah, I guess if he thinks he can do it. Yeah, and it looks like we got a compact uh, driver here, Chris Rutan. He's going to be number four. So if we have four bikes, he will be in that All fourth and final bike. In. So we're going to go two more for two alternates here, and if when. Maybe we'll get six bikes if we get six, or tricycles, I should say. If we get six tricycles, then uh, these two will be in there as well. Scott, there's only two left. I know. Who's it going to be? John Young's going to be number five. And Jaden Blycamp then will be our number six. You don't want to spin it to see if Jaden Blycamp really is number six. You're right. We better do that. Let's see. Okay, here we go. See if uh, Jaden can get this one. Oh, I don't know. Congratulations, Jaden. So uh, there we go with that. Oh, look at that. You turned all uh, blue for some, or green. Ooh. You must not have liked going for this long. Oh. At least we can still hear you. Yeah. That's the important part. All right. Uh, so there's that. What did you do, Those Scott? are our hot dog race people. <laughs> I don't know. I, I can see me on the camera here. here let's do this. Uh, nope, that did not help. Well, I'll be darned. I, I don't know. Well, you, you might be blurry for the last part of the show. Oh, We're almost well. done. So That's all right. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Where are we at here? I don't uh, know. The hot dog race is Saturday. Uh, Oakshade Raceway. We'll do that right before intermission. Uh, we'll go through all the rules again. We'll uh, get a hold of everybody uh, tomorrow. Once we know how many bikes we have, it might be Saturday morning, uh, and let you know where to go and what to do. So. And and we'll get a an update, maybe if someone brings their own. Sure, just let me know or pay them, preferably pay them. How about we do how many? Yeah, get to the Big D's Racing Pizza menu for the weekend and our uh, uh, weekend weather pit stop forecast, which is going to be pretty impressive. I'll be forever young. John Young says, "I get it. It's very nice." Um, so last week's how many was how many, uh, AFCS 410 sprints were going to be at Attica on Saturday night. That number was 32. Ron, you picked 30. You were the, uh, show winner. you even beat Corey. I think he picked too high. Really? Yeah. Imagine that. Or too low. I think he went the other way. I don't remember. I'd have to look, but anyways, uh, you picked 30. You were the winner. Our listener winner. We had another tie. So we're going to have to spin another big D's pizza wheel. And, and one of these names crops up. Real yeah, off, yeah. Forever young. Probably not going to be that way, though, if you keep eating pizza. 
good thing Big D's has many uh, other choices. That's it. Other than just pizza, although uh, you're winning a, a pizza. Oh, so yeah. we got a tie here. Uh, be, among our top two, we have uh, Doug Frost, who picked 33. John Young picked 31. That number was 32. So one above, one below. And uh, he wants in. Scott Warner. Oh. I'm not sure if he meant his son or not. But anyways, uh, this is for the uh, Big D's Pizza for this week for uh, how many? Between Doug Frost and John Young. And it is. Both have won. And Doug Frost. I think Doug won last week, too. So Ooh. Doug Frost again. 30 days to claim your pizza from Big D's Pizza. Congratulations once again. So uh, your chance to win a Big D's Pizza, if you stuck with us uh, this long, we're going to reward you with a pizza courtesy of Big D's Pizza. Uh, this week's how many? And this one is another uh, a math one again. Ooh. We're, we're mathing it up a little bit. How many late models will be at Eldora Friday night? That's tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. And plus, I should say, how many late models will be at Oakshade on Saturday night? So how many late models, I should say, how many late models will be competing Friday night at Eldora the night before the uh, main event for the uh, World 100, and then how many will be at Oakshade on Saturday night competing at Dittman Motorsports Night for the 1500 to win? 126. Okay. I think that's uh, that's not bad. I'm going to go with 127. Of so. course you are. 127. So if uh, you'd like a chance to win a Big D's Pizza, go ahead and put your guess in the comments of our Facebook Live or our uh, YouTube Live. You have until... We better shut this off at. Well, they're already there at Eldora, so I don't think it really matters at this point. Well, it does kind of. It does kind of. How about we say four o'clock on Friday? Works for me because somebody may break down or something, oh, so that number could change. Will at Eldora, or somebody may uh, miss tech and be uh, locked out uh, behind the track. Did you see that last night? I did. Quest. <laughs> Like, how does that happen? Uh, anyway, so, yeah, put your guess in. You'll be entered to win a Big D's pizza, and um, whoever's closest uh, will win that Big D's pizza. If we get a tie, we'll spin the Big D's pizza wheel once again. Uh, race is coming up this weekend. Uh, tonight, as a matter of fact, the uh, Late Model World 100, uh, having uh, two 10,000-to-win Twin 25 features. That started at 8 o'clock, so we're going to get the hell out of here real quick. Uh, general mission was 34 bucks for that. If you're there, you already know that. Uh, Attica Raceway Park, tomorrow night. It's Kistler Racing Products, uh, John Wright's Custom Chrome Plating, Mark Keegan Classic Season Championship Night. Woo! Yeah, that's a mouthful. Uh, AFCS uh, 410's in action. That's 4,000 to win there. Late Models paying 2,000 to win. AFCS 305 sprints, uh, 1,000 to win. Gates 015 Racing at 745. And uh, General Missions, $18. There is a rain date of the 16th. Uh, what is that? That's the following uh, Friday. Right following Friday night if they get rained, which isn't going to happen. Spoiler alert for the uh, uh, weekend weather pit stop. It's not going to get rained out. Uh, also tomorrow night, uh, Late Model World 100, 10,000 to win Twin 25s once again. Gates open at noon at Eldora, racing at 8 o'clock. Uh, General Mission, 34 bucks. Montpelier on Saturday, they are sticking with their summer hours. They were originally going to go to their uh, spring and fall hours, which right. they were starting at 322. They're, since the 
weather is supposed to be warm. They're sticking with their summer hours. So a five-in-one show with modified super stocks, restocks, Hornets, dirt track uh, trucks. Gates open at 4.30, racing at 722, general mission 15 bucks. Oakshade Raceway, it's dipping motorsports night. Full show of dirt car UMP late models, 1,500 to win. Sportsman, 500 to win. Dominator Super Stocks, 500 to win. Compacts, 100 to win. Gates of 104 racing at 715. General Mission, 14 bucks. Fremont Speedway, it's Iron Workers 55 night. They're back in action. They've been off for the uh, past couple weeks because of the fair. It's also AFCS Championship night, final event for the AFCS. We had Dwayne on last week talking about that. AFCS uh, 410s and 305s in action, as well as the dirt trucks. Gates open at 4, racing at 7, general mission 15 bucks. Sandusky Speedway back in action after taking Labor Day weekend off. Uh, it's championship night, and uh, Tim Ensign uh, Memorial Modifieds paying 1000 to win there. The North Coast Stock Series, Renegades, Beginner Stocks. Gates open at 4, racing at 7, general mission 12 bucks at Sandusky. And finally, Eldora Speedway, it's the World 100 main event, $55,000 to win. Gates open at 12, racing at 7. General admission is forty-five bucks for that. Other series action this weekend: uh, World of Outlaw, NAS Energy Drink Sprint Cars, uh, competing in the Gold Cup Race of Champions at Silver Dollar Speedway. Uh, that starts tonight and goes through Saturday over there in California, doing that West Coast swing. Uh, the Tezos All Star Circuit of Champions are at Port Royal Speedway uh, tonight through Saturday. As a matter of fact, in Pennsylvania, the Arkham Menard Series will be at Kansas. Kansas Speedway, uh, the Kansas 150 is what that is. That's Saturday night, 7 o'clock on MAV-TV. NTT IndyCar Series wrapping up their season with the Firestone Grand Prix of Monterey. That'll be Sunday at 3 o'clock on NBC. NASCAR Cup Series in action with the Hollywood Casino 400 at Kansas City. 3 o'clock on uh, USA Network on Sunday afternoon. NASCAR Xfinity Series also at Kansas Speedway for the Kansas Lottery 300. That's at 3 o'clock on Saturday on USA and NASCAR Truck Series, also at Kansas Speedway, Kansas Lottery 200. That is at 7.30 tomorrow night on FS1. Now let's check out your weekend weather pit stop with Ryan Weekman, and it's uh, not too bad of a well, – not, not bad. Here is your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm meteorologist Ryan Weekman for the races tonight down at Eldora. Fantastic September weather. Clear skies, no worries at all. Temperatures will be falling back down through the 60s. Tomorrow night, more of the same. Attica and Eldora, phenomenal September weather for your Friday evening races. Saturday gets a little more interesting. I think most of the races will get through okay. Oakshade, Fremont, Sandusky, Eldora, Montpelier, if you have that WTOL 11 weather app, Watch to the south of us. There's going to be rain crossing the Ohio River during the evenings. Again, more likely than not, we'll be okay, but there will be scattered showers moving in, and more likely we'll see rain the second half of the weekend. Have some great races. I'm WTOL 11 meteorologist Ryan Weekman. So it sounds like uh, if any uh, track in our area needs to be a little concerned Saturday night, probably Eldora would be the yeah. first if it's moving up from the south. So. Hopefully they get that World 100 in and uh, all our Saturday night tracks uh, get get the shows in. So, yeah. That's going to do it for this edition Ooh. of uh, Hammerdown Racing Report. Thanks to associate producer Dave Kimmer, contributors Matt Swander, John Young, Doug Dock, Bob Stazak. Uh, no Hammerdown Hotline playback uh, tonight. Oh, darn. No, sorry. 
So if you want that, uh, visit HammerdownRacingReport.com. You can get the number there for the Hammerdown hotline if you want to text or leave a message. Do it anytime. Make sure to like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report. Follow us on YouTube. Listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. And, uh, yeah, thanks again to our sponsors, Oakshade Raceway, Big D's Pizza, Romula Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, Dominator Race Products, Headhunters, Barber Studio, and Salon. forgot to mention uh, Freeze Frame. Uh, still promoting those calendars. Get oh, those yeah. calendars together. Call Charlie at Freeze Frame Photos. Uh, he'll put together a custom calendar for you. Make some great gifts for Christmas coming up as well. That's uh, 419-476-9978. 419-476-9978. Freeze Frame Photos. Special moments frozen in time. Thanks again to this week's guests, uh, Jared Horseman, Ryan Enzicker, and uh, Craig Dibman for uh, joining us. An unexpected guest. In yeah. fact. I'm Scott Hammer. That's Ryan Miller. We're going to get the, the heck out of here and go watch some uh, racing, I think. Don't forget to pop into Toledo City Paper and nominate us for... And, and you don't need to be from the Toledo area. You can be... From Australia. Yeah. ToledoCityPaper.com. If you can get yep. to it, you can nominate us. Yep. Please do. Thank you. See you next week. Bye. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today.